This is your radio station, Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, The Key. I'm Nathan Bechtold, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, August 4th. Some surprises this week in Missouri's primary elections. In case you missed it, Eric Schmidt won the Republican nomination for U.S. Senate. Nobody knew how that one would turn out, with polling all over the map. And a last-minute endorsement for Eric by President Trump left voters wondering whether he meant Schmidt or former Governor Eric Greitens. Schmidt is now in line to take Roy Blunt's seat if all goes his way in November. Here at the Lake, Ike Skelton won the nomination for Camden County Presiding Commissioner in a crowded candidate field. State Senator Mike Bernsketter will keep his Senate seat after Scott Rydell put up a serious challenge. In fact, Rydell had more votes here at the Lake, but Bernsketter won big in Cole County. And Camden County Prosecutor Caleb Cunningham lost to challenger Rochelle Grosvenor. Full election results are at lakeexpo.com. A local home was destroyed in a fire on Sunday. The Mid-County Fire Protection District was dispatched to the house west of Camdenton in the early hours of July 31st. When they arrived, they say the fire was already raging. Water had to be brought in by tankers since there were no hydrants in the area. The home was a total loss, but authorities say there were no injuries and no one was at home at the time of the fire. Want to learn how to shoot? The Missouri Department of Conservation is inviting women aged 14 and older to participate in a handgun workshop on August 30th. This workshop will teach the basics of operating a handgun and shooting fundamentals and will run from 6 to 8 p.m. at Ammo Alley. More information at mdc.mo.gov. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Tow. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Chiefs continue working in St. Joe's. They get ready for the new season. Getting ready, really, for three preseason games right now. They've got the Bears coming up on Saturday the 13th and two home preseason games on the 20th and 25th against Washington and the Packers. First game of the regular season will be on the road against Arizona on September 11th. Former Chiefs and St. Louis Rams head coach Coach Dick Vermeil getting ready to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He will go in with defensive greats Richard Seymour and Sam Mills and wide receiver Cliff Branch, among other greats. Just about time for another Hall of Fame class. In the meantime, the Cards and the Royals continue action on the diamond. It is the Cardinals at home against the Cubs today as they close out that series. The Yankees will be in town for a three-game series starting tomorrow. As for the Royals, they've got the Red Sox in town to open a four-game weekend series today. That'll be a big series at home for the Blue Crew. Racing, NASCAR has a month left in the regular season. Then they head into their playoffs. The NASCAR boys. 
boys oh, at man. Michigan this <laughs> week. KB is on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7.02 a.m., 5.02 and 11.02 p.m. Lake TV bringing you five local Lake Area shows, including the O'Sullivan Bruce Group's monthly market update. Just what you need to know about the world of real estate. That's the O'Sullivan Bruce Group's monthly market update. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, just do a search for Lake TV, and streaming live all the time at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozark shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Helping out the community is as simple as joining the Key Radio team. Right now, Key Radio is looking for an individual to spread the good news about community radio at the Lake of the Ozarks. The job involves talking to local businesses about supporting our mission. You decide how much you'd like to work and get a commission for the work that you do. Sales experience is preferred but isn't required. We need you, and so does our community. Contact Bill Munhausen at 573-2800-532. Key Radio KEYK is an equal opportunity employer. Who supports Key Radio financially? I do. This is Bill Munhausen speaking on behalf of the Key Ozarks podcast and Key Gathering Place in Camdenton. When I began podcasting two years ago with a few friends, we wanted a radio show, but it didn't work out. Key Radio gives us an opportunity to share our message, so I am happy to support the Key with a monthly underwriting donation. Key Gathering Place is our community center at Lake of the Ozarks for events and gatherings. The Key Ozarks radio program presents Christian activists seeking the truth of things rather than ideology employing an eclectic mix of biblical thought and political philosophy much like the founders of the nation did at the last revolution. Please consider supporting the key with your monthly donation.
positive programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station, 89.3, The Key. All right. And here we go. It is another beautiful day at the Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, we did get uh, much-needed rain that pushed through the area. That was, uh, of course, uh, last night. I think it was about 2, 2.30 I got woke up uh, with uh, the sounds of thunder and uh, got to enjoy a little of the light show that Mother Nature provided for us. So came at a nice time. Kind of uh, swooped in and cooled things down. Right now we're at 72 degrees here in Osage Beach as we broadcast live from the World headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. Still looking for the possibility of maybe a scattered shower or thunderstorm this morning. It looks like a lot of that rain, though, is going to hightail it out of here. Taking a look at the radar, we do see some activity in central and southern Camden County. And most of that, uh, again, is uh, just light rain, nothing of the shower and thunderstorm variety. Uh, We'll see maybe... uh, A few clouds and a little bit of uh, sunshine throughout the course of the day. A high of 92 today, clear and 72 the low tonight. Back up to 93 and sunny tomorrow. Sunny and 95 on Saturday. Sunny and 95 on Sunday. Scattered thunderstorms and 88 on Monday. Partly cloudy and 86 uh, and really, what, uh, upper 80s? That really doesn't sound so bad now, does it? Uh, 86 and partly cloudy on Tuesday, sunny and 87 on Wednesday. Uh, Then we get back into the low 90s as we get closer to uh, the next weekend, as we really kind of get into the meat of the month of August. Don't forget, on Friday, August the 12th, 5 until 10, on the beautiful and historic Bagnell Dam Strip, it is time for hot summer nights. Looking for a high of 90 on Friday the 12th and a low of 67. Bring everybody down, check out all the cool vehicles, and uh, just have some fun like people used to do. As they say, maybe uh, like the good old days of the Bagnell Dam Strip, where you got a lot of people tooling up and down the strip, uh, stopping in to see the various uh, shops, grabbing a bite to eat. It's always a lot of fun. Hot summer nights, again, 5 until 10 on Friday, August the 12th. Rain or shine, and it looks at uh, this point anyway, uh, like we're going to have a shine. So that's a good thing. 8.10 is our time. What's going on? Uh, we mentioned Bagnell Dam, the strip anyway. Uh, what's happening at Bagnell Dam itself, uh, current lake level at 659.4, river level at 552.41, and the surface water temp is 83 degrees. Mindy Sales is joining us in the studio this morning. And, of course, Mindy is our community events director for Key Radio, in particular The Daily Show. And we uh, always like to talk about uh, things that are going on in the community and people in the community. How you doing? I am well. How are you? Got your Lakers shirt on this morning. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Just about that time. I know. I'm so ready. Jamboree time, I think, is uh, on uh, the 19th. I believe you're right. And in the following week, the season kicks off, and the uh, Lakers are going to be on the road, I think, for at least maybe the first uh, couple, three games. I think it's the first three, yeah. And so we're going to be doing a little traveling. Myself, Brendan Matthews, Luke Hagedorn, looking forward to that. And uh, bringing you the coverage over on 93.5 Rocks the Lake. So, uh, anything new and exciting since we uh, had the opportunity to get together the last time? No, it was quite a night, though, last night for the storms and yeah. stuff. I was up a lot of it. And, well, you've got all those animals, and I would imagine thunder and lightning doesn't always uh, set well with them. No, that is a true statement. I had dogs who were literally, like, sitting on my feet if I was standing because they were just scared. But... Anyway, you know, but right. it was good to get some uh, some precip, so no complaint out of there. Some precip? Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, just real quick, we've got a uh, flash flood warning in effect for uh, Camden County. 
uh, Benton County, northwestern Camden County, uh, it says here northeastern Hickory County, southwestern Morgan County. And uh, you know the drill, folks. If you uh, hit one of those low-water crossings, streams, creeks, low-water crossings, they say turn around, don't drown. There have been plenty of instances where we've heard about folks that have attempted to uh, get through a low-water crossing, and they weren't successful. So don't even uh, chance it. That uh, flash flood warning in effect until about 9.15 this morning. So for about another hour or so. Uh, yeah, so the uh, the animals are all okay. Do you have to like go out and... You've got all those horses out there. What do you do with them? Well, there's three that I bring inside. Uh-huh. I have a... Wait a minute. Like in uh, your house? I, I wish. Oh. I wish. Well, we've seen pictures before where the animals come up to the door. That's true. They're looking for food. They and they, it, they have afternoon snacks. It's like it's like a it's like a fast food drive through <laughs> at the sales house. It is true. The ducks and sometimes the minis come to the door. The ducks? Yeah, the ducks come to the door and usually around, I don't know, three or four. And they either, they love bok choy. Is it like a regular occurrence? Yeah, it's pretty regular. <laughs> and they love bok choy, which it's crazy, but bok it's like choy. crack cocaine. They just like go crazy over bok choy. Easy, easy now. Don't be giving don't be giving the animals Ducks, anything. That, the bad uh, name. Um, then they also love peas, so I have to take peas out of the freezer, get the big huge sacks at Costco, and then I take them out and I. Get them. I defrost them a little mm-hmm. so they're not ice cold. Put them in a bowl. Just throw them on the ground. What do you do? I throw them on the ground. And and it's for the ducks. The ducks. The ducks like bok choy uh-huh. and, and peas. frozen peas. Mm-hmm. And the horses like uh, baby carrots. carrots. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, but they'll eat lots of other strange things. I had fed <laughs> one of my horses ice cream the other night, just a little bit, and he loved it. Ice cream. Mm-hmm. What flavor? Ooey gooey butter cake. Ooey gooey butter cake. Very healthy. Oh, no, that was mine. Sorry. The horse was vanilla. Ooey Sorry. gooey butter cake. The horse was vanilla. It was just a little vanilla. I was ooey gooey butter cake. <laughs> it was awesome. Well, I mean, it's got to be a big, I guess, you know, if you're an animal in the zoo, you don't get quite the uh, uh, the menu selections that you do at the uh, sales farm. That's probably a fair statement. How's Todd doing? Better. Better. He's, uh, he's not full capacity yet but he's close so yay him yes yay to him yeah poor guy uh big doings yeah we wish him well i hope he's listening this morning he listens every morning well good morning todd soupy (laughs) tell us about these uh two folks that are sitting to your left there well i i i'm i'm so excited about today i know i say that often but i'm so excited because there's there's okay so first sitting next to me (laughs) sorry i got ahead of myself are jennifer and troy reisner and so um we we talked and you know my i do a pre-program you know obviously chat and there's so much history of the reisner family i'm just so excited about that and uh i mean literally the first thing i said or when we first started talking right away um the first thing out of jen's mouth was just how proud she was of Troy and Troy said that um, she's his biggest support system I mean they both were you know talked about each other right away it was pretty awesome so uh, there's so many great amazing things that we're going to talk about today okay but I wanted you guys to kind of start off a little bit talking about how you started your volunteering because I they are so active at the school and do so much around the community it is I was just gonna say if I could jump in just real quick of course the name Reisner uh, probably resonates with a lot of people here at the Lake of the Ozarks. If you know anything about the early days of KRMS, you are right. Uh, Jim Reisner, that's who right. is that's your grandfather? My grandfather, yeah. He uh, he was uh, kind of a, 
a leader uh, as far as uh, things that he did in the community and uh, and then making sure that uh, the residents in the area were well informed. And so when you, I, I think you mentioned last week, you mentioned the, the, the name Reisner. And so we got talking a little bit, but uh, we have a kind of a connection here. So yeah. well, thank you for having us. Well, thank you for coming in and we appreciate the opportunity to hear from you. So you were, we're, we're talking about the, uh, the great things that they're doing. They do so much in the community and it's amazing. And, and you know, what's fascinating is a lot of times people like, uh, I don't know, you know, the wife will do something and the husband doesn't do it or, or, you know, especially volunteering at school and Troy and Jennifer are together all the time doing stuff together. So it's a pretty awesome, awesome deal. And so, and obviously um, later on in the hour, we'll be talking about tons of history because obviously his family's been here for eight generations. So like you mentioned, KRMS, there's, tons of great stories and history about um about the reisner family i can't wait to chat about that too but i'm interested <laughs> to know um you said they've been here for eight generations and i mean that's pretty impressive so uh, these two are not transplants by any stretch of the imagination well she is oh she's like, she married a reisner oh okay yeah well i mean yeah i have so many roots here in the, the lake area that uh i had to marry outside the county <laughs> Make sure there's no uh, cross contamination here. So, you know, uh, not not getting too uh, too crazy about it, but uh, sure, if you've got a lot of family members here and uh, the uh, the branches on the family tree go in every direction, uh, you don't want to end up like marrying a cousin or something. You know, no. Jerry sure Lewis I... tried that and it didn't work out very well. No, no. awkward. I make sure our family tree does branch out and not come back together. Yes. That's, that's that's natural. So. But yeah, we have a, my, my family has been here since before the lake was here. We, my grandfather basically came in, came into the area on a barge up the river. That's what we keep saying. But. A barge up the river. Not living in a van down by the river. He no. came up a barge on the river. Yep. He came, he migrated up from the river. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it's, it's quite a, quite a history uh, with both the Reisner side and, and my, my mother's, um, side of the family that fosters so yeah we've got got quite a quite a diverse quite a large area of people to do yeah family reunions are no small affair no, <laughs> no. weddings right. all that good stuff exactly graduations so uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that they're doing what are what are some of the things that you two are involved in and how are you helping out the community well how'd you get started at camdenton well basically we uh you know, we have five children, and, you know, I'm, I'm a graduate of Canada, of course. And so, you know, when our kids decided, um, you know, we were, they were going to be Lakers as well. They, um, in such a variety of different activities around, you know, with the school that we decided to spend more time around the, the school. We just love the district. We love the, the community, and we just wanted to do more, get more involved, more hands-on, and so we started, um, you know, when the kids were in elementary, Dogwood, and um, you did started. some, you did some interesting, some awesome stuff from the very beginning with the buddy backs. Yeah. So right. you guys, along with um, Rhonda Wilkening, Rhonda Wilkening were the Dick three wonderful that, Rhonda Wilkening. I've talked, yeah, yeah, she's, she's amazing. Awesome. She's everywhere. She's wonderful. She's a giver too. But yeah. Joy had Joy Dickman had started. Uh, I think they had decided to start a buddy pack program. Mm-hmm. And at the time, uh, we were only taking money donations from others and going out and purchasing and getting free food and um, packing at that time, I think, about 100 for the entire district wow. of Camdenton. Right. We had a whole classroom where the pallets of food come in from the food bank. And, mm-hmm. and we would... It was just Troy, I, myself, and Rhonda. 
for the whole district. And then we, I think Rhonda would drive the food out to OBE and Hurricane Deck and things like that. Um, and then it just kept growing and growing. And then right. eventually doing each building individually had to break down into to individual people. And then we, of course, chose to stay at Dogwood because we like the little guys. The kids are there. Mm-hmm. And we had the little kids there. And then we did that for about five years. And then Troy had to leave for a medical. He had to have open heart surgery for a birth defect. Mm-hmm. And so we had to take off for a few months. And so they had other people fill in for us. And and they loved it as well. Mm-hmm. And they loved it. And so we thought, gosh, we can't take that away from them. Yeah, I mean, we, so, did, a, we did a couple of days a week for know, five of, years. Five years. And, you know, it's just, it may seem like, you know, a thankless job. But when you see the little faces on the kids and... Um, they just light up when they when they get their little bag of, of of food, you know, a couple of days a week. So, what was the story with the little girl they brought back? So there was a little you? girl, and this is what sold me from the very beginning. Uh, a little girl had come up to um, to be in the hallway on earlier the next week because the mm. bags went home on Friday, and she came up to me early in the week and she asked me uh, what day of the week she needed to bring her bag back to get it refilled. And these sacks were just uh, sacks that we had gotten donated from Gerbs or Walmart at the time. So these sacks weren't important of any... <laughs> They're disposable. They were but disposable. She, but she cared about it so much that she was willing to you know bring it back to us so right. we could refill it for her. So it just... The humbleness that I saw, it was... Yeah. What was? It, it, let me ask you. What was the motivation behind doing this? Obviously, uh, we know that there are a lot of kids that uh, don't get the food necessary, you know, for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year, and uh, you know, maybe things are uh, kind of tight. Obviously, financially around the home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, was there a particular instance or incident uh, that you were involved with, and you thought, well, you know, we want to do whatever we can at some point to to help these kids out and make sure that they have food. Well, I mean, we do have a large percentage of, of of kids that are qualified for the free and reduced lunch, and yeah, I mean, the buddy pack system, I believe, was just to kind of help off. You know, when they're in school, they they get they get their meals, mm-hmm. um, but during you know, the evenings, weekends, you know, they need a little help. So, I don't think there really is anything is particular that got us started or not. It just we just saw a need, and they needed volunteers, and so we just helped. Yeah. Yeah. So you just—it was just you were motivated on your own to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's great. And, and, and we started with—you know—we we we met Joy and and we started with the little workroom. We'd cut out her little laminations yeah. for the kids and right. make, you know the cardboards and the construction and paper it seemed stuff. Like it we, just expanded from there. Yeah, felt more fulfilling to help with the body packs than than cutting out things. So mm-hmm. it's amazing sometimes just how that works. You know, you see something and you want to do something about it. You want to be involved in making sure that uh, kids have something to eat. Because if you think about it throughout the course of the day, uh, you know, it's kind of tough to focus on what you're supposed to be doing as far as learning uh, when your you know, stomach's growling or you know that uh, uh, you're not going to have something to eat uh, at some point throughout the day, whether it's breakfast, uh, lunch, supper, whatever. And, uh, you know, a little bit goes a long way. And obviously it made an impact on the little girl who came mm-hmm. back with her, mm-hmm. her bag and, and said, you know, w- when can I get this filled up again? So at least you realized that, you know, you were doing something very positive. Uh, but I also wonder if, you know, the kids would take those buddy packs home and, you know, share it with their brothers and sisters and their family members. So in some instances that probably had to go a long way. And it was uh, it was a blessing for these kids. But, you know, to see them walk through the door 
maybe some of the other kids, if they had brothers and sisters or other family members, it was like, thank God, you know, we get to we get to eat today. We get to eat tonight. Yeah, it just, it just breaks your heart when you think about the different situations around the area, and that just that just really motiv- motivates you. And wonderful Rhonda, she would if she knew that the family had a large family, she would box up a lot and drive it to their house. Yeah. Just wonderful well, human. I did buddy packs too. I packed them uh, when, when my kiddos were a little bit younger. Well, when my youngest, uh, and um, you know, it was sent home for um, when I was doing it mostly for the weekend. So you think about that. The school is able to give them breakfast now and give them lunch, uh, so they get two decent meals a day. But over the weekend, they, they don't have access to that. And so to be able to take to send a bag home, there, there. I mean, there was there was a protein in there. There were uh, they, they were very conscientious. Mm-hmm. Conscientious. Conscientious. Thank you. You're welcome. He helps me out all the time. That's why I'm here. Yes. And uh, so, you know, of making sure that there was a variety. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I just, I don't know, I always, it meant meant a lot to me when I did it too for the same Mm -hmm. reason. You think, oh my gosh, this family is only going, this is what they're going to have. Well, and it's important to remember that, uh, you know, there's a little nutrition involved in all of this too. So, I mean, you load it with uh, uh, candy bars or whatever, but Mm -hmm. it's important to look at it and say, now, do the kids have, uh, as you mentioned, some form of protein, uh, vegetables, uh, fruits, uh, you know, obviously maybe you're a little limited in terms of uh, what you can provide, but you certainly want to provide what is necessary and what is nutritious as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they would be a variety of things like uh, a can of soup, uh, cereal, mm-hmm. fruit bars, you know, cups of, of, of diced fruit, things mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah. Occasionally some peanut butter. And then the peanut butter would be, you know, one that obviously they could share with the whole family. Yeah. I always love yeah. when you send home peanut butter because yeah. it was a protein for everybody. Yeah. So it's, I mean, the program's grown a lot since we were doing it. I, I believe, I believe the food bank um, or the uh, some volunteer churches help do, now. Pack do it, it now. Do it now. Yeah. Right. right. From a little room all yeah, the way to that. Yeah, from a little room with three little people <laughs> to a, pack it. Yeah. a church that does it in a big, they have a big, uh, yeah. you know, routine for doing it. So, so, so is it on that level now? I mean, it's, yeah. it's done yeah. at the church. What mm-hmm. church are we talking about? Uh, it is at Osage Hills. Okay, Osage Hills Baptist mm-hmm. Church. Yeah, was, not ba- are they Baptist? I don't know, but yeah, there's it's just a, down the road from us here. Right. Yes. They. 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 I mean, it's a. It's a well-oiled machine down there now. So they've got it very organized well, and stuff. But to go from they have a food truck that comes in every month. They do. They, they have too. Yeah. yeah they're so really great about serving, mm-hmm. um, especially the the food needs of people. Yeah, and, we weren't it, getting enough back in the day. So yeah. we, were have, we were getting supplemented checks and have and going to buy if we were lacking peanut butter enough for everyone right. back then. Right. And and sometimes you know it's 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 rough for the parents to have to go and make that trip. You know, um, I don't want to say your your pride gets in the way, but sometimes it kind of does because uh, you don't want people uh, that you might know seeing you. You know, getting a food donation. But uh, I know at one point uh, I was in that particular position myself, and and uh, you know, it as as tough as it is to maybe go through uh, the line. It, the end of the day when it's all said and done you know you've you've been able to provide food for your family and i remember uh, there was a gentleman that uh, had worked uh, distributing some of the food and he said there was a a young girl uh, who pulled up in a cadillac well it wasn't her cadillac she borrowed the car from someone so that she could get up there to get the food because she didn't have a means of of getting up there on her own and so he said some years later he saw her uh, or she saw him, she remembered him, and uh, she went up and thanked him, 
and he explained the situation that, uh, yes, I pulled up in a Cadillac, but that belonged to my grandma, and my grandma was willing to let me borrow the car so I could come up and get food for myself and my children. And she was so very grateful, and fortunately for her, uh, you know, things worked out where she was able to get a job and then turn around and provide for her family on her own. But as a result of, you know, the generosity, uh, she had uh, then turned around and, you know, was making donations to various groups and organizations so that, uh, as they say, we could keep the drive alive. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. That's a great story. It is, and it's amazing sometimes how that all works out. When you see someone years later, or they remember you years later, and they come up to you and they're uh, still so very thankful and still so very humble, and they know what uh, it meant to be able to put their kids to bed at night with full bellies. There's there's a lot to be said about that. There's a lot to be said about that. So it it is an amazing program. Uh, It's definitely come a long way. Sure. Um, So you guys did buddy packs, Mm -hmm. and then you kind of passed the torch. Mm -hmm. And so then you became a superhero. A superhero. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Let's let's set the stage. Tease. Oh, a little boy. tease. Okay. That Troy became a superhero. Troy became a superhero. Is he like going? He, he'll run to the bathroom, and underneath <laughs> his underneath his shirt and shorts, he's got. Uh, I got he's tights. Got a, he's got a he got a cape and tights. You do a very good job of hiding it. <laughs> we're right. gonna uh, we're gonna take a a, a break here at the uh, bottom of the hour now, and uh, come back and talk more with uh, the Reisners, Mindy Sales. Your phone calls are welcome on the Key Radio Community Hotline at five seven three six three three fifty three ninety five. If you'd like to share a story or maybe even find out how you can get involved. Uh, there's plenty of time to do that as we are talking with Mindy Sales, the Reisners, and uh, you've got The Daily Show here on Key Radio. Nathan Bechtold filling in for Stacy Johnson with one of our great media partners, LakeExpo.com with local news. And, of course, the good folks over there at Lake TV. And I'm going to get a cheap, cheesy plug for the uh, What's Burning show, the new episode to hit the airwaves this morning, 7.02, then again later today at 5.02 and 11.02 tonight. And as when we uh, come back, I'll tell you about some of the other programming you can check out on Lake TV as well. And thanks to Chris Schneider for providing us with a check of sports on the key. I'm Nathan Bechtold, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, August 4th. Some surprises this week in Missouri's primary elections. In case you missed it, Eric Schmidt won the Republican nomination for U.S. Senate. Nobody knew how that one would turn out, with polling all over the map. And a last-minute endorsement for Eric by President Trump left voters wondering whether he meant Schmidt or former Governor Eric Greitens. Schmidt is now in line to take Roy Blunt's seat if all goes his way in November. Here at the Lake, Ike Skelton won the nomination for Camden County Presiding Commissioner in a crowded candidate field. State Senator Mike Bernsketter will keep his Senate seat after Scott Rydell put up a serious challenge. In fact, Rydell had more votes here at the Lake, but Bernsketter won big in Cole County. And Camden County Prosecutor Caleb Cunningham lost to challenger Rochelle Grosvenor. Full election results are at lakeexpo.com. A local home was destroyed in a fire on Sunday. The Mid-County Fire Protection District was dispatched to the house west of Camdenton in the early hours of July 31st. When they arrived, they say the fire was already raging. Water had to be brought in by tankers since there were no hydrants in the area. The home was a total loss, but authorities say there were no injuries and no one was at home at the time of the fire. Want to learn how to shoot? The Missouri Department of Conservation is inviting women aged 14 and older to participate in a handgun workshop on August 30th. This workshop will teach the basics of operating a handgun and shooting fundamentals and will run from 6 to 8 p.m. at Ammo Alley. 
More information at mdc.mo.gov. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com. Programming on key radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and bobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock serving the entire lake area. Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Chiefs continue working in St. Joe's. They get ready for the new season. Getting ready, really, for three preseason games right now. They've got the Bears coming up on Saturday the 13th and two home preseason games on the 20th and 25th against Washington and the Packers. First game of the regular season will be on the road against Arizona on September 11th. Former Chiefs and St. Louis Rams head coach Dick Vermeil getting ready to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He will go in with defensive greats Richard Seymour and Sam Mills and wide receiver Cliff Branch, among other greats. Just about time for another Hall of Fame class. In the meantime, the Cards and the Royals continue action on the diamond. It is the Cardinals at home against the Cubs today as they close out that series. The Yankees will be in town for a three-game series starting tomorrow. As for the Royals, they've got the Red Sox in town to open a four-game weekend series today. That'll be a big series at home for the Blue Crew. Racing NASCAR has a month left in the regular season. Then they head into their playoffs. The NASCAR boys at Michigan this weekend. Hey, KB is on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7.02 a.m., 5.02 and 11.02 p.m. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows, including the O'Sullivan Bruce Group's monthly market update. Just what you need to know about the world of real estate. That's the O'Sullivan Bruce Group's monthly market update. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, just do a search for Lake TV, and streaming live all the time at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Programming on Key Radio made possible through a generous donation from Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about the very incredible and popular wall art you'll find at Victoria Station. We've always been known for our wall arts. Um, We have a large selection of both metal art and framed art canvas prints in traditional and in uh, the nautical themes. And so we're a destination for wall art. We're also known for a large variety of lamps. We like cool, unique lamps that'll give give lighting in your living area not just a utility lampshade there that's producing light but to add the decorative features to that um, we are going to feature a section in the store of american-made products some of those are locally sourced and some of those from the midwest and we're we're really excited to be able to do that we're still located at 5465 osage beach parkway just off the case road exit and the best way to find us online is on facebook at victoria station We are open daily 9.30 to 5.30.
Helping out the community is as simple as joining the Key Radio team. Right now, Key Radio is looking for an individual to spread the good news about community radio at the Lake of the Ozarks. The job involves talking to local businesses about supporting our mission. You decide how much you'd like to work and get a commission for the work that you do. Sales experience is preferred but isn't required. We need you, and so does our community. Contact Bill Munhausen at 573-2800-532. Key Radio KEYK is an equal opportunity employer. This is Bill Munhausen for Creation Expo. Genesis 121 reads, And God created every living thing that moves after their kind, and God saw that it was good. We're told about a dozen times in Genesis that living things reproduce after their own kind. Although there may be controversy regarding what constitutes a kind, it seems likely that kinds are not the same as species. Biologists recognize that dogs, wolves, and coyotes all developed from an original canine ancestor, which is probably an example of the biblical kind. This means the sheer number of animals the creator had to bioengineer is much less than the number of species. He didn't have to create millions of varieties. I've always thought it curious that evolutionists believe one animal smoothly transitioned into another, whereas biologists recognize the distinct classifications of separate animal kinds. An unbiased observer would wonder about that. Evolution and science don't agree. These 60-second messages are based on the book XPO by Bill Munhausen. Available in Amazon Books. It's your daily dose of news, sports, weather, and more with KB on The Daily Show. Weekdays starting at 8 a.m., heard again at 4 p.m., and again at midnight on 89.3 The Key. Good morning, 837, 73 degrees here in beautiful downtown Osage Beach as we are broadcasting live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. Coming up uh, later on in hour number two, we'll talk to Danny Ellison. He is going to be live from uh, a truck stop somewhere in uh, these United States. And uh, everybody says, a truck stop? Well, when Danny travels, Danny has a vehicle that he has engineered. He uh, was an electrical engineer, a very smart man. And he's uh, set up his vehicle with all the comforts of home, air conditioning, and uh, he can cook in there, and he can do a lot of different things. And he's got uh, solar panels on the top. So he's modified his vehicle so that uh, it charges, and then when he's ready to pull into a truck stop, wherever that might be, he can uh, he can he just enjoy life, and he doesn't have to pay uh, you know for a hotel or motel room. But uh, yeah, he was going to come through and see us. Unfortunately, he had some mechanical problems. Uh, we hope to have him uh, in studio on his uh, return journey back to Virginia Beach, Virginia. Also, Laura Martin is going to join us in studio. She will be talking more about the Lighthouse Clinic in Camdenton, right there on the square. A brand new venture that uh, her and her husband Steve have started. Uh, a convenience clinic of sorts where you don't have to have insurance. You basically go in, you pay a flat fee, you get the services you need. And uh, then they will uh, certainly take care of you. I want to send a shout-out, as I said earlier, to all of my uh, Lake TV family. Uh, lots of great programming. I mentioned uh, What's Burning, the new episode, Hit the Airwaves Today, 7.02, 5.02 p.m., 11.02 p.m. And then don't forget uh, Will and Chris and Cup O Coffee. Cup of Coffee with William Holtz and Chris Schneider, 8.02, 1.02, and 8.02. That's 8.02 a.m. and 8.02 p.m. And 1.02 p.m. right there smack dab in the middle. And the Community Spotlight Program with uh, Chris Schneider. He'll be talking with uh, Ron Dugan, Mr. Shootout. And uh, the new uh, Executive Director, Liam Martin, will be uh, giving you the shootout preview. And also coming up, Alan Sullivan. 
Alan, who has been so very involved and very instrumental in the Crossover Christian Music Festival over the years, it is uh, just great to uh, see the man doing all the great things and bringing that event back to the Ozarks Amphitheater, where, you know, I don't know about anybody else, but when we started the Ozarks Amphitheater here, it had its ups and it had its downs, and then uh, we weren't sure, and they were talking about maybe bulldozing it and building houses or condos or whatever. But uh, the Crossover Christian Music Festival kept that place alive. There was a heartbeat, if you will, for uh, for some time with that particular facility. And the city of Camdenton had done some things with it as well, uh, as far as I believe like the Dogwood Festival and some other things. But it's great now that the uh, Crossover Christian Music Festival is a regular part of the lineup uh, as far as Ozark's Amphitheater is concerned. Uh, don't forget about the O'Sullivan Bruce Group Monthly Market Update. And, uh, yeah, good things like the uh, great classic Lake TV high school games with the uh, Game of the Week on Tuesdays and Friday nights at 832. Uh, You can obviously check out uh, Lake TV on Como Channel 90, Roku, MyLakeTV.com. Look for them on uh, their Facebook page with over 40,000 followers. And uh, be a part of uh, TV and uh, some great programming here at the Lake of the Ozarks with one of our great media partners, uh, Lake TV. And thanks again. Uh, Will uh, Holt's got me uh, some new kicks here, these new kicks. Apparently, these are like high-end. They're called My Dude, which I have no clue what that means. Uh, They're dudes. They're well, called dudes. Yeah. Whatever. But yes, I they guess are. now I've got street cred with the young people. You do. The, rather than you know seeing the old guy coming and running away from him, they'll look down at my shoes and say, oh. Dude. 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 Yeah. yeah. Dude. Not a new balance just yet. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sometimes. You know, man, uh, like I said, uh, I finally had to break down and, and buy some shoes uh, last week because the ones I had uh, the soles were gone. I wear shoes. To, I don't know about anybody else, but I wear shoes till they fall apart. I mean, if I get a hole in the toe, uh, you know, I can put duct tape over that. But <laughs> once the bottoms are gone and you step in a puddle and your socks are, and you're going <laughs> when you walk, I think it's time to get That's your shoes. That's your sign. So, you know, if anybody sees me walking around in new shoes, you know, uh, sorry, but, uh, like, you know, I had to buy them. <laughs> it blew a hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, you know, we're just uh, just happy to have shoes on my feet. Nice. And uh, speaking of things like shoes on your feet, what about food in your belly? And that's what we were talking about with the Reisners. Mindy Sales, our community events director for Key Radio, in particular, The Daily Show. Uh, and as we went into the break, Mindy, you, uh, you kind of set the table a little bit for the next portion of our discussion. And that is? That is Troy... Being a superhero. Superhero. One day a week. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, we were, um, yeah, it was, it, it kind of went along with the territory, helping with the volunteer services at the school. Right. And um, we uh, ended up being asked to help with the Zero, uh, to zero the Hero. Zero. And so. Zero, zero to Hero? Zero the Hero. Oh, Zero the Hero. Oh, I thought it was two. Sorry, friend. Zero the hero. Okay. And so we were, um, it, it's a tradition that the school does, um, that the elementary and Dogwood, they've been doing for years, is uh, every 10th day of school, they uh, they celebrate mm-hmm. for the kindergartners. And so, uh, so at the 10th day of school, the 20th, 30th, and all the way up um, to the end of school year, uh, we would have uh, Zero the Hero. We would... Come to the classroom, all decked out in uh, in in a cape, and 
and, and a mask, and we would um, I would I would basically come in with a bag of snacks and um, and treats and toys for the kids, and we I go from room to room. Uh, we'd all get together, we'd sing a song about the you know the zero of the day, and it's just kind of a cool little learning uh, opportunity for the kids. Sure. They, for uh, just you know, putting together the you know the days and the counting for the kindergartners, and it's just a lot of fun. They just love it. And then what was it? It was had we had my one of my uh, my youngest son. He he almost ratted me out. <laughs> he said, "We're all we got done," and he's looking up at me, real real you know concentrated. He's like, "Dad," <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, we got to go." <laughs> so it, it's always interesting because you know. Once Clark Kent had the glasses on, he was Clark Kent. But as soon as he took them off, he was Superman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, you know, Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen, uh, you guys just, he's just wearing glasses. That's all right. he's doing is wearing glasses. Right. And he takes them off, and it's like, that's a totally different dude. How could that be? Yeah. I didn't recognize him at all. With those glasses on it. it let's see here. Okay, I've got the glasses on. Okay. Right? You, all right. you can see my face, I all right? I see you. Okay. Oh, my God, Whoa. I have no idea who you are. I put the glasses on. Oh, my gosh, who are you? I'm the mysterious stranger. You are the stranger in charge uh, of the radio show. Okay. Oh, God, that's hilarious. Let's talk more about uh, Zero the Hero. So you uh, you had a little run-in with one of your kids and almost blew your cover. He almost blew my cover. Did you so. have to uh, talk to him when uh, when he got home and sit down and say, look, I know you knew that yes. was me. But it's... It, you know. <laughs> he felt so... He felt so... Uh, you know, when we got home... He he learned the secret. He felt so important that he knew the true identity. Of, oh, that's of zero the hero. Now let me ask you this: <laughs> Did he use it to his advantage? I don't think so. I think the secret was safe. Dad, guess what? I'd like a new toy. <laughs> zero the hero, <laughs> or else, or else. But no, I I I came. It was, it's a long uh, tradition. I was zero the hero for a year or so, but there's been many other. Um, zero, the, zero, zero the, the heroes, heroes but, and so and after his son gave a you know almost ratted him out he decided that it was probably time to move on to <laughs> it was <laughs> it was i was i i thought it was time to retire the cape moving on yes. moving on so the reisners also uh you know as their kids moved through school they would you know go along and uh through the different buildings and they were in oak ridge for a little while doing um reading to kids and we've talked about this before with other people that we've um, chatted about how, how volunteers come in and the child uh that reads the book to them and you like your pet peer paired with a child for the whole year so it's kind of it's a nice commitment and it's really important to the kiddos they get they know that um, their volunteers coming in they get to read to them and then they get to play some games uh and jennifer said if there was a program we were if uh, you know if there was something going on or volunteer opportunity we were there that's just the way we were so right. then uh, then uh, if you know the reisners they're so involved with the band and troy is so involved in the technical part of the school uh, so many things that he helps out with. So they got started with the band, and then kind of um, it kind of developed into uh, everything, pretty much. And Troy's Troy is super good with all the electrical, um, you know, electrical. Is that <laughs> technical? Uh, yeah. I, what do you call it? Yeah, just a technical nerd, of course, for these kind of things. But yeah, we, we like you said, we did kind of transition from building to building as our kids kind of went through the system and uh, you know, I think we we started volunteering uh, I think when our oldest daughter was in uh, in Releve Dance Academy and she 
was doing her recitals in our auditorium, and mm-hmm. it needed a little. It needed, needed a little help. Um, just just putting polishing that performance, and it was right up my alley. So I I volunteered to help. You know the 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 event staff and and redesign a lot of the technology in there, uh, reuse a lot of the old technology, uh, found better ways to you know instead of re, uh, instead of you know, throwing away light fixtures. So you know I I knew how to repair them. So we I think over the years we've we've saved the district a lot of money just uh, just just being able to get the most out of what we had, and so. And also, you know, there's there's all sorts of different things that go on. It's not just the, I mean, the band. If you you if you've been to a football game, anybody sees the, you know, the big, uh, you know, table comes out and all the technical stuff is on there, so that the sounds and everything. I've works seen you it. down there doing that before. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jennifer and I both are. We work together now on that. It's it's been a, it's been an honor uh, when our kids, uh, four out of our five children, uh, were in the band. Right. So. It was kind of a natural progression. We we just kind of helped with the sound system, uh, with the with the speakers, you know, the the amplification of the the, the sound effects and stuff, and um, and it's just it's been a great experience. I mean, the one of the best parts about it is that uh, we go to competitions, we go to football games, we're on the field with the kids, right? And it's well, great. Well, here's what's interesting about that: you see what goes on on the field, you see the kids performing. But you don't see the small army of people that help them get on the field, help them get off the field, travel with them, feed them, chaperone them, and uh, and help out in a variety of different ways. And I know that uh, being in the marching band when I was in high school, one of the things that uh, we counted on was to have that support of parents. And sometimes we were able to get it, other times not so much. But I don't think that the uh, Pride of the Lake marching band could operate without it. I mean, good Lord. They uh, they leave no stone unturned. They uh, pull out all the stops. You know, they bring out the big guns. You've got that massive percussion section uh, that sets up uh, right there in front, plus the various props that they use on the field, moving those around. Somebody has to build those. Somebody has to restore those. Uh, I mean, it's a, a pretty intricate process when you get right down to it. It is. It's, it takes a small army to of volunteers and parents and, and, and the booster club and and, and, the, and the great staff there to put this all together. Yeah. You're right. It's a it's a group of 200 students. And I organize all the people that bring. Uh, so we have we only have like two and a half three minutes to get on the field at uh-huh. competitions. Uh-huh. And so I have about 20 people that have to help all of us get on the field and i have so i have to have everybody know their job what they're doing i have to i have to train them before and then we have to get out of the way and let the kids do what they do oh there's training there is training i thought i was just going to bring my kid up and drop them off but nope (laughs) nope. i've got my marching orders yeah yes and then you know you you mentioned all the things that they use and then of course they have that sound system that uh, that helps them yeah now i remember uh gee whiz we, we were switching from uh, this is we won't get into how long ago it was, but we were just learning how to go from your standard marching over to chorus style marching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and exactly right. We didn't have half the things that the kids have today, 
And uh, I can only imagine what it's like going to a competition, seeing all these bands performing. They just knock your socks off. It is absolutely amazing. And because I followed uh, the band through the last previous four years, uh, it is absolutely amazing. And it, it is, uh, you know, Jennifer's right. When you're at a competition, you have only a certain amount of time and you get docked if you are not on the field on time or off the field on time. So people have to know their stuff. They have to get in there, get it done, let the band perform and then pull everything off. Yeah. In a really quick amount. Because you got another band coming in right behind you. You do. And you get docked points if you don't get off in time, too. So Yeah, it's, it's a very organized... You, you don't want to do that to the kids, so you, as adults, you've got to know what you're doing. But, of course, I want to mention that, um, of course, Mindy's daughter, Lily, was one of our... Uh, soloists. Soloists. Uh, she was... She was the dramatic walker. Dramatic, dramatic walker. I remember the dramatic, dramatic walk. walker. <laughs> yeah. That was her official time. That was That's awesome. Dramatic um, walker. She did a great job. That was so much fun. She was asked to uh, just to help out. She didn't play, but she did this beautiful walk in and this beautiful walk out, and it was all part of the um, the, you know, the, the our transformation the, the show. The transformation show. show. It was. Mm-hmm. I was. I still watch those videos. What do they call? And, and excuse my ignorance, and especially anyone that's listening that may be a parent of a, of one of the children in the marching band. What do they call the flag squad? Color guard. Color, Color guard. Okay. Yeah. See. And and that's funny because our daughter is one of the coaches now for the color guard. Wow! Because <laughs> she might have might have married the new band director. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Keeping everything. <laughs> everything. Wouldn't it, Mindy, as a parent, wouldn't it be great? You know, your daughter's looking for a job at some point, and uh, there's a one ad for a dramatic walker. Oh my gosh! And she's like, I got this. I I, I own this title. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, we couldn't. No one could decide what to call her. It was strange, and so I just came up with dramatic walker, and so, for some reason it stuck. And uh, it was, uh, but it was it was a great show. It was lots of fun. Well, and the neat thing is. Um, if and when God blesses us with grandchildren with her and mm-hmm. Mr. Zanaboni, the band director, they, their children will be fourth generation to go through that marching band program. Wow. Zanaboni. Zanaboni. Cool. Spell it. Z-A-N-A-B-O-N-I. Wow. I was just joking. (laughs) (laughs) I was just joking. But it worked out. It worked out great. 8.53 and 73 degrees. We're talking to Troy and Jennifer Reisner. Mindy Sales is here having some fun this hour. And this is one of the things that I must say that I enjoy about doing community radio is when we get to meet people like the Reisners, and we, we get to find out, obviously, about their uh, uh, commitment to the community, and you do this all, you know, selflessly, and uh, you enjoy helping out uh, the kids on a variety of different levels, and it, it, does it bring the two of you closer together? Do you enjoy spending all this time together, or is it like once in a while Jennifer looks at you, Troy, and says, uh, you know, I love you and everything, but man, uh, I need a break. <laughs> it is a, It is a kind of a strange uh uh, situation we have because yeah, I work from home right. from my normal day job. Oh and, man! And so she's home with me, and somehow we haven't uh, we haven't killed each We're other. Still alive yeah. <laughs> and married and, and married. Happily. So it's been a and here's effort. the thing: nobody and, and, and we're going to remedy this because we've got the mount on the wall over there, Troy. We're just waiting to get the camera. We're going to move that over there so people can see what's going on. Oh. These two have five children, and I would say there's no way in the world I would ever just meet you straight up and say. Five children, you know, you, you guys are. It obviously keeps you keeps you young. We're we're still sane, yeah. <laughs> for some reason, yeah. Some people may not. Well, think. it's amazing, you know, and and uh, this is the sort of thing that we like to feature 
here on Key Radio is people in the community doing wonderful things, not only for their family, but oh for goodness. other families as well, and on down the line. So uh, you picked another good one. Thank you. Well, yeah. and yes, and and like, I, and I do want to mention that Troy does so much for and Jennifer for all the, um, you know, graduation. He does all the technical the stuff, sound all and the, all that stuff. All graduation, that. Veterans Day, Veterans elegant Day. evening. Because inevitably on graduation day, you're looking at the sky going. Please, please, please! Oh, no rain, no oh, rain. Really? Because you got to get it all set up, and well, I would imagine both we... places, outside and inside, just in case. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got to because you know you see those clouds in the background. You're going, jeez, what? Looking at the exactly phone app and every your radar on the phone app, and you're like, <laughs> I got to get somebody to cover up this equipment. Then we got to get inside. We got to fire that up, or because mm-hmm. my son's graduation was inside when he graduated back oh, in 2013. Yuck. We were lucky. It was lucky. a little tight. It yeah, was a little tight. It's tight in it there. wasn't too bad. I mean, they had it in the auditorium and everything, so that was nice. But well, um, one thing I did, another thing I want to mention real quick, and they're gonna, they're gonna have one more thing they're gonna say. But I wanted to say that um, they, they they have no kids in high school anymore. Mm-hmm. They're still doing this, and so they are doing this. You know, I, I thought that after their last one was through school, then they would, you know, stop with the because he's so integral, he's so important to the band, and then also like to all the events that go on but they stayed on and continue on even though their kiddos are all out and uh it was pretty it's pretty amazing so button for punishment because once the kids graduated i felt like we'd been through the system we got to know the school so well and the staff and the the organization that's that's why i went on well they're begging and pleading with you don't leave please don't leave <laughs> yes we i got a good yes. thing we don't want to lose it yeah oh, and then so how true. can you leave because now the the kids that we started with with band in the beginning are getting married all right. And they're inviting us to their weddings. Oh, and they're I love having that. babies now, and it's, so you're getting to see it come full fold. And how can we possibly leave? Right. Amen. Right. So I just, it's, it's been an honor since I've been elected onto the school board. It's just another level of volunteer work service. that I love. Lots of service. You're on the school board now. I'm vice president. Oh, very nice. So it's outstanding. It's, uh, yeah. Okay, so we're we're wrapping up with time, but I wanted you guys real quick to tell. I asked you each of you to bring to think of a story or tell something wonderful about your spouse because these guys are pretty awesome. They're always together. They they, they like each other. They like hey, each other. No pressure. You're not on the spot or anything like they that. They knew this question was coming. We so did. We did. Okay, Troy. Uh, I mean, I, I I didn't want to share too many stories, but uh, yeah, the. Just the biggest thing is that she's just been the rock um, to, to support me, to make me realize, um, you know, potential. Uh, you know, I've come from a long family history in the area. I, you know, I was just doing my thing, and she saw more in me, and I applied myself, and I, I just, she's just been my inspiration to, 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 to do more, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's awesome. How Jen- about you, Jennifer? Well, most people don't know, but the last five years for me have been kind of rough. I've lost my mother, I've lost my grandmother, and then I, most recently I lost my stepmother in uh, March. And so I have been traveling to Kansas City right. uh, every single week uh, to work and to help uh, run my uh, family businesses for my father. And Troy goes with me. Oh. And so now he will fly out of Kansas City because his job, he works remotely. He will fly out of there so he can drive me up there. Aww. And so he's just been so supportive through all of these trying times for me. Well, I just want to thank you both Absolutely. so much for all the wonderful things you guys do. You sure. are a blessing sure. to our community. And um, and uh, thanks thanks so much for being here. No, it's here. our pleasure. And yeah. the fact of the matter is, is, you know, we all have our personal lives. And a lot of people don't realize what go on in our personal lives. They see us in this capacity where we're helping people. But... We all go through trials and tribulations at some point in our lives, and it's how we handle those trials and tribulations that allow us to move forward. 
And I think you two are a perfect example of what true love is all about, a dedication, devotion to not only each other and your family, but to the community. And um, thank you so much for taking the time today to share your story with us here on Key Radio. It has just been a great hour. Another thank great you, Mindy, hour. for uh, uh, for uh, searching these folks out and, and bringing them in here today. Uh, just real quick before we let you go, if you've got uh, somebody you'd like to uh, talk to Mindy about that we can get them on Key Radio and share their story, how can they do that? You can do that uh, by calling me at 573-525-1888. You can email me at m. S, the number four, Hawks, H-A-W-K-S, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can jump on the Thoughtful Thursdays Facebook page and message me through there. Sounds great. It is 9 o'clock on the Midwest Coast. Thanks again to both of you. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Thanks for having us. And uh, we'll see you on the football field here uh, very soon. Absolutely. And we will uh, see you on the other side of our information break. We'll talk with you some more. Uh, we've got Danny Ellison coming up at 9.10, Laura Martin coming up at 9.40, And the uh, Key Radio Community Hotline is always open at 573-633-5395. I know we had problems yesterday. It was a problem, actually, with my computer. I figured it out on my own. Imagine that. Uh, What do they say? It's better to be lucky than good. We have uh, Nathan Bechtold from LakeExpo.com reporting uh, some local news for you this morning. Chris Schneider from Lake TV and a check of sports. It is The Daily Show. Right now, some clouds, 73 degrees in Osage Beach on Key Radio. This is your radio station, Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri, the key. I'm Nathan Bechtold, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, August 4th. Some surprises this week in Missouri's primary elections. In case you missed it, Eric Schmidt won the Republican nomination for U.S. Senate. Nobody knew how that one would turn out, with polling all over the map. And a last-minute endorsement for Eric by President Trump left voters wondering whether he meant Schmidt or former Governor Eric Greitens. Schmidt is now in line to take Roy Blunt's seat if all goes his way in November. Here at the Lake, Ike Skelton won the nomination for Camden County Presiding Commissioner in a crowded candidate field. State Senator Mike Bernsketter will keep his Senate seat after Scott Rydell put up a serious challenge. In fact, Rydell had more votes here at the Lake, but Bernsketter won big in Cole County. And Camden County Prosecutor Caleb Cunningham lost to challenger Rochelle Grosvenor. Full election results are at lakeexpo.com. A local home was destroyed in a fire on Sunday. The Mid-County Fire Protection District was dispatched to the house west of Camdenton in the early hours of July 31st. When they arrived, they say the fire was already raging. Water had to be brought in by tankers since there were no hydrants in the area. The home was a total loss, but authorities say there were no injuries and no one was at home at the time of the fire. Want to learn how to shoot? The Missouri Department of Conservation is inviting women aged 14 and older to participate in a handgun workshop on August 30th. This workshop will teach the basics of operating a handgun and shooting fundamentals and will run from 6 to 8 p.m. at Ammo Alley. More information at mdc.mo.gov. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. 
Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Chiefs continue working in St. Joe's. They get ready for the new season. Getting ready, really, for three preseason games right now. They've got the Bears coming up on Saturday the 13th and two home preseason games on the 20th and 25th against Washington and the Packers. First game of the regular season will be on the road against Arizona on September 11th. Former Chiefs and St. Louis Rams head coach Dick Vermeil getting ready to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He will go in with defensive greats Richard Seymour and Sam Mills and wide receiver Cliff Branch, among other greats. Just about time for another Hall of Fame class. In the meantime, the Cards and the Royals continue action on the diamond. It is the Cardinals at home against the Cubs today as they close out that series. The Yankees will be in town for a three-game series starting tomorrow. As for the Royals, they've got the Red Sox in town to open a four-game weekend series today. That'll be a big series at home for the Blue Crew. Racing NASCAR has a month left in the regular season. Then they head into their playoffs, the NASCAR boys at Michigan this weekend. Hey, KB is on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7.02 a.m., 5.02 and 11.02 p.m. Lake TV bringing you five local Lake Area shows, including the O'Sullivan Bruce Group's monthly market update. Just what you need to know about the world of real estate. That's the O'Sullivan Bruce Group's monthly market update. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on on Roku, just do a search for Lake TV, and streaming live all the time at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and, of course, the annual Lake of the Ozarks shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and, of course, online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Helping out the community is as simple as joining the Key Radio team. Right now, Key Radio is looking for an individual to spread the good news about community radio at the Lake of the Ozarks. The job involves talking to local businesses about supporting our mission. You decide how much you'd like to work and get a commission for the work that you do. Sales experience is preferred but isn't required. We need you, and so does our community. Contact Bill Munhausen at 573-280-0532. Key Radio KEYK is an equal opportunity employer. Who supports Key Radio financially? I do. This is Bill Munhausen speaking on behalf of the Key Ozarks podcast and Key Gathering Place in Camdenton. When I began podcasting two years ago with a few friends, we wanted a radio show, but it didn't work out. Key Radio gives us an opportunity to share our message, so I am happy to support the Key with a monthly underwriting donation. Key Gathering Place is our community center at Lake of the Ozarks for events and gatherings. 
The Kiyozark's radio program presents Christian activists seeking the truth of things rather than ideology, employing an eclectic mix of biblical thought and political philosophy much like the founders of the nation did at the last revolution. Please consider supporting the key with your monthly donation. Positive programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station, 89.3, The Key. And you know we've got plenty of that positive programming coming your way today. Danny Ellison will join us momentarily. Also, Laura Martin with the Lighthouse Clinic in Camdenton will find out how things are going and talk a little bit more about what they're doing, the good things that they're doing for people here at the Lake of the Ozarks. If you haven't had a chance to check out the clinic, you can stop by and do that. And uh, it won't be a problem at all. They'd love to have you come in and uh, take a look around. Yes, uh, it is uh, a good opportunity for you to uh, get on and uh, talk about what is uh, going on here on uh, the Key Radio Community Hotline, which is definitely something that uh, we uh, encourage folks to do. Pick up the phone, give us a call at 573-633-5395 if you'd like to talk to one of our guests or if you've got a thought of your own. 73 degrees is where we are as of right now, looking for a high today of about 92. Uh, looks like that uh, flash flood warning is going to be allowed to uh, expire. Now, let me double-check just uh, real quick and make sure. Uh, it looks as though uh, the affected area, obviously, uh, Camden County, with all the rain that has uh, moved through, it is in effect uh, for about the next five minutes or so. Uh, let's see here, uh, the flash flood warning for Benton County in central Missouri, northwestern Camden County, northeastern Hickory County, southwestern Morgan County. And uh, it's simple, folks. If you approach a low-water crossing, a stream, a creek, someplace that you have to get by, and it is underwater, turn around, don't drown. 73 degrees in Osage Beach. We are broadcasting live from 
the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. And guess what? It is time to talk to our good friend somewhere at a truck stop in this great nation. Danny Ellison, the educated redneck, is on the phone, sir. Good morning. What's up? Well, good morning. We're finally on the move after two weeks of excruciating repairs. We have finally got the road wagon up, and we are reporting to you live from Nitro, West Virginia, in a pilot truck stop. A pilot truck stop in Nitro, West Virginia. I wonder if that's because they uh, use Nitro as part of the uh, the mining process in West Virginia. Do you think that has anything to do with it, Danny? Well, that and my explosive opinions in this parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, as is normally the case, we bring Danny in for a variety of reasons. One, to uh, obviously do the ranting and raving. Number two, to offer up a little common sense to you, the uh, key radio listener. And number three, and maybe the most important reason, is to uh, hopefully take some of the stress off of Danny and allow him the opportunity to uh, uh, just get it out there. Get it out there and let everybody uh, listen in, decipher it make their own judgment as to uh, what they feel is right. And uh, we'll, we'll turn you loose now, Danny. And uh, I, 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 this is like a loaded question, but uh, what is on your mind this morning, sir? Well, there's a, there's a million different things. Uh, there's so many directions to go. Uh, first of all, price of gas is falling. Uh, go, go figure. Uh, if you remember, I said that we weren't going to have high gas, gas prices come election time. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, oh, no, it's going to be 70. Look, your uh, politicians are crazy. They're not stupid. Uh, they understand that if we go into election time with 5 and $6 gas, there's going to be a bloodbath. And so this is one of those things where they can read the writing on the wall, so they're going to reverse. Or either that or Putin's decided to let the price of gas come back down. Mm-hmm. I mean, either... Either the Democrats are doing it or something, or Putin's letting it come back down. I also saw a story today that says people right now are doing less driving than the first summer after the pandemic released everybody from their isolation in their houses, right. you know, enforced by the government. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of things happening out here that are lowering the gas prices, which is a blessing for somebody like me right at the current moment. So whoever's doing it, Thank you. I really think it's the free market. I think when you artificially drive the price of anything up, eventually the free market resets it because everybody goes, I ain't paying that, and they'll set it home because they can set it home. So let's hope that is a continuation. The second thing is this monkeypox garbage. Okay, folks, this is just like when the Rona started. Okay, when the Rona started, it started in Italy the most, and the average age of death was 82. Hmm. This is an important fact because they said, oh, we don't know what to do. We need to shut the entire world down because old people are dying. No. That was the most disastrous plan done by idiots who are just germaphobes and want to control you. You had nothing to do with safety. Now we have monkeypox with data you're not allowed to talk about. You're not allowed to mention that 95% of them are gay or bisexual males. You're not allowed to mention that because this is a disease that affects everyone, so we've got to go back to getting everyone scared. No, you don't. 
This is something you can definitely control the behavior. It's, it's not like a mask that there's no proving that it works. It's proving that when you don't have gay sex, you don't have pretty much anything to worry about with this virus. And this is the whole idea. We're going to scream. Everybody needs to get it. There's no direction done where you go, okay, the problem is here, so let's address the problem here. No, instead of using a fly swatter to get that fly, we're going to use a 12-gauge, and we're going to blow a hole in everything again because overreaction is what the government does best. And if you don't believe that, look at Taiwan. We are already having trouble with China. We're already having words with China. So what do we do? We send our dunce-in-chief, Nancy Pelosi, who is over there. What's she doing in Taiwan other than stirring things up? The big point of all of this is, folks, this. Don't listen to their words. Look at what they're doing. I've heard this from my grandpa a long time ago. If you want to know what's up, ignore the words, look at the actions. The actions tell you everything you need to know. And these people are deliberately overplaying their hands, deliberately trying to take rights under the name of emergencies, deliberately trying to bankrupt this country, deliberately trying to start a war. And if you can't see that in their actions, you're blind. Now, actions speak louder than words, and that's very, very true. And I wonder sometimes if people don't just sit there and get their little media sound bites and, uh, and work off of that. Because there is something else that's going on, and I don't know if you plan to address this or not this morning. It is called the Inflation Reduction Act. And it has so very little to do with inflation. It's stupid. It has more to do with uh, energy healthcare, and it really has a lot to do with drug prices, because if this Inflation Reduction Act is allowed to get rammed through, and that's essentially what they're trying to do at this point, people who are on prescription drugs are certainly in for quite a surprise. And also, if you have, let's say, healthcare through your employer, uh, you may be forced to abandon that program because your employer just can't afford to uh, pay half anymore. And you get into certain situations where people need to utilize, let's say, cancer drugs or any other type of what they call uh, it's a biologic uh, drug, which essentially means it is necessary for you uh, in certain instances where, uh, as I said, people are dealing with cancer and other things where these drugs are just through the roof. And I've already heard stories. As a matter of fact, a good friend of mine, uh, his wife uh, was uh, diagnosed with cancer, and some of the treatments that uh, she was going through were uh, just so unbelievably expensive. Now, they did have insurance, but one of the treatments... Uh, even though they had 80-20 insurance, was $59,000. So do the math. This is setting the table for, yet again, the government to intrude into our lives in a variety of different ways and to basically, if you are uh, someone on the uh, the Obamacare, you're going to be in for a surprise, and uh, a lot of other people that take prescription medications will also be in for a surprise. So when you hear Inflation Reduction Act... Don't think that the next time, if this were to pass and end up on the president's desk for his signature, and uh, immediately after that, 
you're going to go to the grocery store and see a huge reduction in your grocery bill because, again, actions speak louder than words. Oh, yeah, and that that famous reduction. See, uh, anybody remember reading this in some book? I'm not going to say the book because people go, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. In the book, it said in the future, all bills will be given positive names to get the people, the Charlie Browns, to go along. Yep. And and here, uh, this is the Inflation Reduction Act. Why didn't they call it a Happy Puppy Act? Why didn't they call it the Happy the happy puppy act because definitely nobody can be against happy puppies because <laughs> that's what they're doing now they they name it something really good and then they make it so egregiously wrong that nobody could possibly read it and then they ram it through on a party vote because they've only got so much time to get things done before the next election right this this we we have lost our minds as a country that we allow this garbage. The founding document of this country was 44 pages long. The preamble of every bill written right now is at least that long. This is, this is the absurdity where you allow big government to become, what they do is they write things so that nobody could argue with it because they want to ram through the little things. That's why we need a law that says every bill will cover one item, one item and one item only, and you can't sneak in this and that. And in this Reduction Act, uh, I think he's taking a page from the Fed, the way you reduce uh, inflation is you take money out of circulation. Hmm. And you do that by raising the interest to suck the money back out of the economy, and the government is trying to suck more money back out of the economy because Joe, in direct violation of his promise of not raising money on the lower income, remember, 400000 under, you're good. This bill includes a tax increase for every making $40,000 and above, so they're going to suck your money back out of the economy, make you broke, you'll quit spending, and inflation will go down by making you poor. That is their solution, folks. That is their info. Remember this. The election is just around the corner. Send every Democrat home. I'm usually not biased. I usually say send them all home. We need to send every Democrat home. There should be nothing but Republicans elected. And if they don't do their job the next time, we need to send them home again, too. We need to take back this government, shrink this government, and get things back to where it can be managed. Well, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. And this is something, again, with this Inflation Reduction Act that is going to affect families right there, dead center, middle income, and uh, really throw a wrench in the works. Because it is not just about taking billions and billions of dollars and funding uh, the the green energy and uh, things along those lines. It's about taxing a lot of people because where do you think they're going to get all that money? Do you think it's just going to fall out of the sky or they can go down the, uh, uh, go down the road and borrow it from the bank? No, it's got to come from somewhere. So it's going to come from us. We are going to be the ones held hostage for the poor decisions, the truly poor decisions that are being made in this country. And uh, I, I heard somebody 
that called this program talk about the fact that here we are worrying about the environment, and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? I mean, everybody, I think a lot of people, you'd be, a, you'd be surprised at how many people do their part when it comes to taking care of the environment. But what about homelessness in this country? What about uh, just, you know, if you want to pick a particular group, what about homeless veterans? What are we doing for them? What are we trying to do to find these people homes and try to do something to assist them uh, so that uh, they can have better lives? What about uh, people who are homeless in in general? I mean, uh, you know, you talk about uh, kids that don't have enough to eat, uh, people living out of their cars. When does that become a priority? Because now, I mean... There are a lot of people, uh, especially in in places like Seattle, Washington, and San Francisco, California, where the homeless population is just out of control, so much so that they're sleeping in front of businesses and they're irritating the shopkeepers and all of that. But, you know, you can't just, for lack of a better term, I guess, sweep them under the rug like it doesn't exist. But yet we have a focus on this need to... Uh, take over and intrude into people's lives. And, well, I guess most folks really don't care because they see the the name, as you mentioned, Danny, uh, Inflation Reduction Act, and they're thinking, yay, finally something to take the pressure off of inflation. Well, that ain't going to happen. Well, on top of this, again, people are putting their trust in government. It's like you said, you know, uh, people will do the good thing. There's two paradigms in this world. One paradigm where people are evil, people are mistrusted, government is wonderful, government is trusted, government puts good laws so that dumb, ignorant people follow the law. There's the other paradigm where I believe that people should be trusted. I think people as individuals, you go about your day, you meet very good people. You're told that we're all a bunch of idiots. You're told we're all a bunch of racists. You're told we're all a bunch of planet destroyers. But when you go around your everyday life and look at the people you meet and talk to every day, you can see obviously that's not true. Granted, there will be a person here or there, but for the vast majority, the American people are good people. The thing that people believe in is that the government's good and that they have to force us to be good, and we understand we're good, and it's up to us to force the government to be good. The government could solve the homeless crisis. The government can solve the veteran crisis, but the government will not do anything to serve either one of those because by solving them, they take those people's dependence off the government, and the government's one goal in its actions is to make everybody as dependent on the government as possible because only the government is good, only the government is just, and you people are just a bunch of rubes waiting for the government to tell you what to do, otherwise you wouldn't know how to exist. This is how big government clamps down on society. This is what happens to every single government. Go look at history. I'm not lying. We are no exception. What happened in the past will happen in the future because we have not learned from it. And we had better shrink this government and realize that every major world war has been started by governments and not by people. Every war was started by governments and not by people. Would you please... Quit trusting the government. They are not the stripper that likes you at the club and is going to take you home. They are evil people. They'll say anything they want to say, and if you're dumb enough to believe it, you'll take the stripper home. Oh, what a great analogy. (laughs) I think, hey, 
hey, Fred, I, I, I think she likes me. Uh, I wonder if she'll take me home. No. No, because when you're out of money. Give her all your money. Give when, her all your money. When she you're likes out, you. Exactly. <laughs> when you're out of money, it's time to go, man. Uh, all of a sudden, she can't even remember your name. That's the same with the name. government. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same with the government because they love the big corporations because they have money. They could care less about you because you are a drain on their money. You are only there for them to control because power is what makes them important, and they need to be powerful, and they're going to do whatever they need to do to put you down, to make you dependent, and make your life worse. You've got to quit trusting government. They should be limited. Our founding fathers knew that, and it only took us a couple hundred years to forget it. What happens when uh, uh, some business sues the federal government? Well, the federal government has just got resources upon resources upon resources, and they can essentially just uh, keep plugging away till they drain you dry. Well, with the federal government, they can do the same thing to people, but they don't drain you dry. They get you to a point where, yeah, you got a little bit of wiggle room, but in most cases, then you have to become dependent on government programs whatever it may be you have to be dependent on government programs and as is the case with these government programs they dole out the rope a little at a time but you will never find yourself in a position where you are doing well if you are living off of the federal government whether you have to or not it's just uh, just a fact of life all the government dollars it's it's the, truly the mousetrap folks you're sitting there going, hey, look, look, free cheese, free cheese, free cheese. Come take the free cheese and then snap off with your head. It's history, folks. That's why they don't teach this kind of history in school. You want to talk about things they forget to talk about. They talk about how great government is, how great government programs are, when every government program has had the unattended consequence of destroying the people it was set out, in air quotes, set mm -hmm. out to help. Right. And always... Every government program is to make you deeper in debt to the government, right. deeper dependent on the government, and more needs, things, and everything must come from the government. And a government big enough to give you everything is big enough to take everything. No lie, my friend. Hey, listen, wherever you're at, uh, you said you're in Nitro, West Virginia, at a, uh, at a truck stop. Make sure that wherever you're headed... Uh, you have safe travels, my friend. We're thinking about you. We're thinking about Dillinger. And uh, as I said, we hope to see you on the return journey. And uh, I uh, wish you all the best as always. And uh, we miss you. But we're looking forward to seeing you. And uh, we'll talk to you again coming up next Thursday right here on Key Radio at 910. Thanks for your time, Danny. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't get to stop by. This was the most... Uh, this is the most trouble I've had with any trip beginning. It was one thing after another, and now I'm on the road. I will make some time to come back through in December and see you guys on my way home. And thank you so much for letting me get all this off my chest. A lot of drivers will appreciate it today when I don't run them off the road because they do <laughs> stupid things. <laughs> and I hope you all have a wonderful day on that beautiful lake that you live on. 
That's our good friend, the educated redneck, Danny Ellison. And we are uh, always happy to have you uh, on board with us, Danny. And thank you so much for taking the time uh, to join us. And as I said earlier, my friend, safe travels. Laura Martin is here. We're going to talk to her in just a little bit after we get to our information break at the bottom of the hour. It is uh, looking good here with uh, local news from Nathan Bechtold. He's filling in for Stacy Johnson. And, uh, yes, of course, our media partners, LakeExpo.com. Check out their website, LakeExpo.com. You can even download the free app and stay up on what's happening here at the Lake of the Ozarks. Don't forget Chris Schneider helping us out as well. Uncle Chris with a check of sports from Lake TV. And uh, he is, of course, involved with a couple of great programs there along with uh, Will Holtz. It's a cup of coffee, and uh, don't forget uh, Chris Schneider with the Community Spotlight. We'll get to all of uh, those great programs over on uh, Lake TV. You can uh, check it out on Roku, Como, Connect Channel 90, Facebook, YouTube. It's all there. And uh, we thank uh, both LakeExpo.com and Lake TV for their continued support of Key Radio. I'm Nathan Bechtold, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, August 4th. Some surprises this week in Missouri's primary elections. In case you missed it, Eric Schmidt won the Republican nomination for U.S. Senate. Nobody knew how that one would turn out, with polling all over the map. And a last-minute endorsement for Eric by President Trump left voters wondering whether he meant Schmidt or former Governor Eric Greitens. Schmidt is now in line to take Roy Blunt's seat if all goes his way in November. Here at the Lake, Ike Skelton won the nomination for Camden County Presiding Commissioner in a crowded candidate field. State Senator Mike Bernsketter will keep his Senate seat after Scott Rydell put up a serious challenge. In fact, Rydell had more votes here at the Lake, but Bernsketter won big in Cole County. And Camden County Prosecutor Caleb Cunningham lost to challenger Rochelle Grosvenor. Full election results are at lakeexpo.com. A local home was destroyed in a fire on Sunday. The Mid-County Fire Protection District was dispatched to the house west of Camdenton in the early hours of July 31st. When they arrived, they say the fire was already raging. Water had to be brought in by tankers since there were no hydrants in the area. The home was a total loss, but authorities say there were no injuries and no one was at home at the time of the fire. Want to learn how to shoot? The Missouri Department of Conservation is inviting women aged 14 and older to participate in a handgun workshop on August 30th. This workshop will teach the basics of operating a handgun and shooting fundamentals and will run from 6 to 8 p.m. at Ammo Alley. More information at mdc.mo.gov. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key & Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and bobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock serving the entire lake area. I'm Chris. 
Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Chiefs continue working in St. Joe's. They get ready for the new season. Getting ready, really, for three preseason games right now. They've got the Bears coming up on Saturday the 13th and two home preseason games on the 20th and 25th against Washington and the Packers. First game of the regular season will be on the road against Arizona on September 11th. Former Chiefs and St. Louis Rams head coach Dick Vermeil getting ready to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He will go in with defensive greats Richard Seymour and Sam Mills and wide receiver Cliff Branch, among other greats. Just about time for another Hall of Fame class. In the meantime, the Cards and the Royals continue action on the diamond. It is the Cardinals at home against the Cubs today as they close out that series. The Yankees will be in town for a three-game series starting tomorrow. As for the Royals, they've got the Red Sox in town to open a four-game weekend series today. That'll be a big series at home for the Blue Crew. Racing NASCAR has a month left in the regular season. Then they head into their playoffs. The NASCAR boys at Michigan this weekend. Hey, KB is on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7.02 a.m., 5.02 and 11.02 p.m. Lake TV bringing you five local Lake Area shows, including the O'Sullivan Bruce Group's monthly market update. Just what you need to know about the world of real estate. That's the O'Sullivan Bruce Group's monthly market update. You can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, just do a search for Lake TV, and streaming live all the time at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Programming on Key Radio made possible through a generous donation from Victoria Station. Misty Atkinson talks about the very incredible and popular wall art you'll find at Victoria Station. We've always been known for our wall art. Um, We have a large selection of both metal art and framed art canvas prints in traditional and in uh, the nautical themes. And so we're a destination for wall art. We're also known for a large variety of lamps. We like cool, unique lamps that'll give Give lighting in your living area, not just a utility lampshade there that's producing light, but to add the decorative features to that. Um, We are going to feature a section in the store of American-made products. Some of those are locally sourced and some of those from the Midwest, and we're, we're really excited to be able to do that. We're still located at 5465 Osage Beach Parkway, just off the Case Road exit, and the best way to find us online is on Facebook at Victoria Station. We are open daily 9.30 to 5.30. Helping out the community is as simple as joining the Key Radio team. Right now, Key Radio is looking for an individual to spread the good news about community radio at the Lake of the Ozarks. The job involves talking to local businesses about supporting our mission. You decide how much you'd like to work and get a commission for the work that you do. Sales experience is preferred but isn't required. We need you, and so does our community. Contact Bill Munhausen at 573-280-0532. Key Radio KEYK is an equal opportunity employer. 
This is Bill Munhausen for Creation Expo. Genesis 121 reads, And God created every living thing that moves after their kind, and God saw that it was good. We're told about a dozen times in Genesis that living things reproduce after their own kind. Although there may be controversy regarding what constitutes a kind, it seems likely that kinds are not the same as species. Biologists recognize that dogs, wolves, and coyotes all developed from an original canine ancestor, which is probably an example of the biblical kind. This means the sheer number of animals the creator had to bioengineer is much less than the number of species. He didn't have to create millions of varieties. I've always thought it curious that evolutionists believe one animal smoothly transitioned into another, whereas biologists recognize the distinct classifications of separate animal kinds. An unbiased observer would wonder about that. Evolution and science don't agree. These 60-second messages are based on the book XPO by Bill Munhausen. Available in Amazon Books. It's your daily dose of news, sports, weather, and more with KB on The Daily Show. Weekdays starting at 8 a.m., heard again at 4 p.m., and again at midnight on 89.3 The Key. I got to tell you, it's 9.39, and it is a beautiful day to be alive and live at the Lake of the Ozarks. 73 degrees now. Actually, I think it might have jumped up a degree. 74. Uh, we uh, are still dealing, uh, the flood warning was allowed to expire uh, for Camden County at uh, right around uh, 9.15 this morning. But from what I see, there is still a flash flood watch. So that uh, certainly means uh, that there is the potential for uh, some areas, some, uh, what do you want to call them, streams, creeks, low water crossings, and the like. Uh, a flood advisory remains in effect for about the next uh, five minutes or so. Again, uh, Camden County, portions of Benton County, uh, southwest uh, Dallas, Laclede, and Polk counties in central Missouri, St. Clair. So, again, just keep that in mind when you approach uh, an area that's underwater. Turn around, don't drown. It's just that simple, folks. 92 the expected high for today, a low tonight of around 72. 93 and sunny tomorrow. We'll get into the weekend with a couple of 95-degree days. Plenty of sunshine, but it's the weekend. Hopefully you'll get to play and maybe take a dip in the lake or you've got a pool close by. Scattered showers and thunderstorms possible on Monday. About a 50-50 shot at this point. 86 and partly cloudy on Tuesday. Sunny and 88 on Wednesday. Mostly sunny and 90 on Thursday. And then on, uh, well, Friday of next week, I mentioned hot summer nights, uh, sunshine, plenty of it, a high of around 91 on Friday. But as we know, most all of this could change in a heartbeat. Wanted to put the word out again. I want to thank Bob Harger, council member at Kent Memorial Lutheran Church, for sending us some information. Uh, the Kent Memorial Lutheran Church having their annual rummage sale. It actually starts tomorrow. It will run from 8 until 3, and then on Saturday from uh, 8 until noon, the event is a huge event with all types of various items. Everyone is welcome to stop and shop for your favorite items, and all funds raised will go to support local charities. Uh, if you'd like more uh, information, call the church at 573-374-5267, 374-5267. They are located at 184 Sunset Hill Drive, Sunrise Beach, Kent Memorial Lutheran Church. And so right now some listener has uh, heard of a rummage sale, and she's uh, 
making plans, or he's making plans. I shouldn't say it's just for the ladies, but uh, I'm sure a lot of guys like to rummage sale as well. You never know what you're going to find, and, uh, you know, a lot of times you find that uh, that old-looking thing that's just kind of sitting there, maybe it looks like it collected a little dust, and then come to find out you have somebody who knows what they're talking about, look at it, and... Uh, You've stumbled upon a, uh, a treasure that may be worth a little money. So check it out. And again, thanks to everyone at the Kent Memorial Lutheran Church for thinking of us. And if you have uh, PSAs, feel free to get them to me. You can email them directly, kbsfree65 at gmail.com, kbsfree65 at gmail.com. 73 degrees, a little bit of sunshine, some clouds. And the clouds are definitely clearing out in Camdenton because there is a, a beautiful, beautiful place. It's called the Lighthouse Convenience Clinic. And it's right there on the square in Camdenton. It's on the west end of the square. As you go through town, maybe you're headed to Hahatanka. Look for it on the uh, right-hand side of the road there, right next to the barber shop. And Laura Martin is here. And Laura and her husband, Steve, opened this clinic with the express purpose of providing services to people where you don't have to utilize insurance. They provide a, a flat fee, a very inexpensive uh, fee in most cases. And it allows you to get the care that you need without having to worry about all of the uh, rigmarole involved with insurance. And Laura is joining me in the studio this morning. How have you been? Good, good. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. i got to tell you, though, I was, uh, I was looking down the list of things that you offer here. And uh, one of the things, and you only charge 25 bucks for this, is foreign body removal ear. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. Somebody, what do people get stuck in their ear? Somebody gets we don't want to know. Stuck in their ear. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to talk about it in detail, but I have something stuck in my ear. Can you help me? <laughs> we have actually cleaned a lot of wax out of ears. Mm-hmm. That is a popular thing that we do. So, right, yeah. It's amazing, yeah, when you get that wax cleaned out, how much uh, better you can hear. Right. Some people want to hear better. Some people don't. Uh, somebody uh, would say, you know, uh, you've got a lot of wax buildup in your ears, so you want us to take care of that for you? No. <laughs> no. Everything's fine. Leave it all in there. As a matter of fact, rather than taking it out, can you pack it in there a little tighter? Let's talk about the uh, the mission of the Lighthouse Convenience Clinic. When you and your husband started this all up, what was the purpose of, of, of doing what you're doing? Well, probably um, several different things, but one was certainly just to provide, you know, high quality care with transparent and affordable pricing. Um, That's just something that we're lacking in the medical field right Mm -hmm. now. I mean, you go in and you see the doctor and um, surprise, a month, two, six months later, you get this huge bill in the mail. And we were trying to um, make it so that didn't happen anymore. Oh, the bill. Yes. You know, yes. sometimes you go and you get the medical care you need and you leave feeling relieved. But then, you know, a few weeks, a month down the road, you get the bill and you're ill all over again. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's just no transparent pricing out there. There's supposed to be, but mm-hmm. there's not. Yeah. So so that was one thing. And also just um, the independence of being able to be. Uh, there's just so few um, doctors and medical clinics anymore that aren't affiliated with a hospital or some bigger group. And so, um, it, Dr. Martin, you know, it's weird to call him Dr. Martin. He's my husband, but, um, I have to be professional, right? I see. Very, <laughs> yeah. very much he, so. Although one day he called me hun in the clinic and I wanted to say, you know, which is fine for me, but I'm like, yeah. oh, the patient is probably like, boy, he's kind of, why does he call his staff hun? Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, but, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Yeah. But 
anyway, um, yeah, just to, to be an independent practitioner and be able to practice medicine the mm-hmm. way that you want to and the way your patient wants to without insurance companies, without a hospital system, without anybody else telling you, you know, how to do that. Um, that's kind of what uh, he was wanting to do and has been able to do and is thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I look at these prices and I'm thinking to myself, um, in order to keep the doors open, you guys have got to be making money. Right. And these prices for a lot of these different services that you provide are just unbelievable when it comes to the ability for somebody to walk in the door and, and get some of these things uh, taken care of. Uh, an urgent care visit, 85 bucks. I don't think you're going to find anything like that uh, anywhere at all around the lake. And uh, Right. Yeah, a lot of people tell us... Um, that their our cost is less than their copay mm-hmm. for even if they do have insurance. So, you know, that's kind of part of the education process. We're trying to help people understand that even if you do have insurance, in a lot of cases, we're going to be less expensive. And certainly if you need a procedure done, um, he loves doing procedures. And so, for instance, you know, a simple wound closure, you need stitches. Um, it's an $85 office visit and mm-hmm. then $35 for the stitches. And then, you know, you probably are going to want lidocaine to numb that up if you want to tough it out okay no (laughs) but yeah you're going to want lidocaine 15 dollars. so you know you come in get stitches it's 135 dollars um and so and we won't send you a bill in the mail uh there'll be nothing nothing further so i went to my doctor yesterday and they had to draw blood Mm -hmm. and uh, talk about a (laughs) crybaby we have very nice nurses that can hold your hand (laughs) well I'm, i'm like uh she said, well, I'll count to three. And I said, don't count to three. Don't do anything. Uh, don't tell me it's coming. Just please, please just do it and let's get it over with. <laughs> and, and, and and the one thing that I should have done was I looked in the direction of where the nurse was and she had the needle. I'm like, oh, oh, no. And uh, we got it done. Uh, they had to revive me after it was over, but no, everything was great. Well, sometimes it's the person you have with you. Mm-hmm. We've had that a few times where we need to get them in a chair pretty quickly because they're getting a little faint watching the stitches get put in. So. so you offer a variety of services here, as is the case. And I would uh, I would ask, you know, if people are at all inclined to want to find out more about uh, the clinic and the prices that you offer, is this all available online someplace? Right. LighthouseConvenienceClinic.com. We have okay. most of our prices posted online for you to just look at and some other information about sure. our clinic. Um, yeah, one of the common questions that we get asked is, you know, are are we a primary care facility? And so we're an urgent care. We're a walk-in clinic. Mm-hmm. And so there's no appointments ever needed. We don't even accept any appointments. Um, but we are trying to kind of bridge the gap a little bit. We found there's a lot of people that don't have primary care physicians. They haven't been to the doctor for 15 years. You know, we had somebody come in who we discovered was a type 2 diabetic um, and you know they needed to see somebody for follow-up for that and Mm -hmm. to get that managed Um, but they had just not wanted to go to the doctor for 20 years and um, so we were able to run some labs on them and do some different things to kind of see the general status of their health Um, so that's not something that he's going to manage long term for somebody because he's just not a family practice doctor but we can fill gaps uh, yeah. And yeah, it seems like when you're younger and you know, you hurt yourself, like my mom used to just 
tell us to rub dirt on it <laughs> and get back outside. It's it's summer vacation. You're not supposed to be in the house right now. But as you get older, you know, medical care is is very important for a lot of reasons because the way we choose to lead our lives, uh, you know, the way we eat, uh, if we exercise, if we don't, as you get older, and I think most of us are finding this out, you need to at least stop in every once in a while and uh, have them look under the hood to make sure everything is 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 okay and i noticed here that you know you can help people out generally with uh, some of the basic stuff and if they need uh, uh, more care or uh, specialized care then you can help them out with that but certainly folks there are so many things and and one of Again, one of my favorites on your list, in addition to foreign body removal ear, is fish hook removal. <laughs> we have two fish hooks on our fish hook wall. I think we've removed three, but one of them was not able to be hung up. But yes, we have a we have a special um, board that has our fish hooks on it, and we're just waiting for more. I mean, it's always one of those weird things. Like we don't wish ill health no, on anybody, no, no. but we just want people to know if you need us, we're there. Right, that's right. the important thing. And you know, one of the um, interesting things too is that we do carry some prescriptions Mm -hmm. in the facility as well. We have kind of a small in-house pharmacy, and certainly we can fax prescriptions and whatever to the pharmacy of your choice. But um, as part of the convenience part, you know, it's just nice. You can come in, and and if you're crunched for time, like we can dispense from our clinic, and we offer pretty reasonable prices on anything that we dispense. We're not trying to make a bunch of money on pharmaceuticals. We just um, want to have it there to help help you out how well received has uh the clinic been as far as let's say uh, other medical organizations other medical professionals are they happy to see something like this uh, popping up in the area and uh, uh, does it make sense to them as far as uh, what it is that uh Uh, what it is that you offer oh yeah we've been very pleased with that we've actually had a number of medical professionals come and Mm -hmm. utilize our services Um, but also we just have a lot of clinics and and various folks referring people to us because as you know there's just a shortage Mm -hmm. right now i don't think that they feel like we're competition or taking business away from them or anything Um, i think and and we do the same thing if we can't help people we certainly refer them to lake regional and you know comc or wherever they may need to go but yeah i think that that they're happy we're there let's take a phone call 951 caller uh you are on the daily show good morning what's up hi kb it's mindy hi laura hi mindy (laughs) hey i just wanted to tell you i have i've two of my kids have been there um since you uh since the lighthouse opened up and my kids came home and were like mom that was so smooth it was so quick it was so efficient uh, and my nephew's one of them, and he has his own health insurance, and he said he'd much rather pay $85 and go sit for a long time in the urgent care. So um, you guys are doing a great thing, and my family um, has utilized it, like I said, and uh, it's just it's, it's been awesome. So congrats to you and Steve. It's a pretty amazing thing. Well, thank you. That's what we like to hear. Thanks, Mindy. Now, Mindy, remember, you can't bring any of your animals to the Lighthouse Convenience <laughs> Clinic. Only only people are allowed in there, so don't show up with any ducks or any cats or any uh, horses or anything like that. They have a separate uh, they have a separate uh, doctor that it's called a veterinarian that that takes care of them. Yeah, we appreciate well, Todd's you never know. help. Steve's got a 
Yeah, well, no, I just wanted to say thanks because Todd helped us put in some of our um, desks and stuff in the reception area that I sit at every day, and he was so kind. We had so many people offering to help, and, and Todd was one of them, so thank you. Oh, our pleasure, our pleasure. And I, I promise Steve won't mind if I bring a horse in, Katie. He'll be totally fine, I'm sure. Oh, I, uh, as much as I would like to believe what you're telling me at this point, Mindy, I, I don't think that's uh, probably true. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Have a, have a wonderful day. We appreciate you checking in this morning. Thank you. You bet. Take care. Bye. All right. So, obviously, an unrehearsed testimonial from somebody. Now, she has four girls. And so two of them have made it in. Let's see if the other two make it in at some particular point. <laughs> Again, we don't wish it on anybody, but no, we're there no. if if you need us. So, yeah. It, it was uh, it was something that the two of you, I'm sure, mulled over for quite a while uh, as far as, uh, you know, wanting to make. And, and I have to say, this is probably a true leap of faith. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and uh, your husband, Steve, has, has been a physician for how long? Um, about 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. He's, but he's not old. No. <laughs> yeah. He was an ER doctor um, here at Lake Regional for about 20 years. Right. Um, and then he um, worked in a little bit in Lebanon. And then most recently, he was at the SSM clinic, mm-hmm. the St. Mary's clinic over in Lake Ozark that closed. So, um yeah, he's been at it for a long time, and I think that's one of the special things that he brings to the table, um, having so much experience, especially as an emergency medicine doctor. Um, I think one of the services that we've provided, and we don't, you know, it's not, I don't know if it's something I like to advertise per se, because we don't necessarily want everybody coming in just for a, a consult, but mm-hmm. one of the things that he has done for people is, you know, if they come in and we can't help them, um, he will still evaluate every patient that comes in and it, and you know, he will just charge you $50 to say, Hey, I looked at it. We can't, we can't, we're not going to be able to do that here. You've got to go to the ER. Right. Um, because, and we have no incentive to send anybody to the ER. We're not making any money off of that, mm-hmm. obviously, but, um, we aren't going to take care of things in our clinic that, that we can't take care of. And having worked in the ER for so long, he knows you know, if yeah. you need to go to the ER, um, he's going to send you there. And so I just think, and, but on the, on the other hand, he's also willing to do a lot of things that maybe the other urgent care isn't willing to do just because he's got experience doing it, stitching people up, doing incision and drains, you know, um, we have the x-ray equipment. I mean, there's so many things that he can do uh, that he's willing to do that maybe some other places just aren't willing to do. As long as he's not going, hey, look, I don't have to, I don't have to look. Look, I'll, I'll do this. Uh, I'll do this blindfolded. <laughs> I can close my eyes and stitch you up. I, yeah. would, uh, I can do this and talk on the phone. No sweat. Don't worry about it. Absolutely not. Steve is, uh, and, and, and you and your husband uh, are, are very caring people, and you've been involved in the community for quite some time. And uh, maybe this at uh, some point in your minds was just a, a good next step to be able to continue to give back to the community and provide uh, services at a very reasonable price. Not everyone has insurance, and sometimes when you are between a rock and a hard place and you don't know what to do and you don't know where to go, how about the Lighthouse Convenience Clinic right there on the square in Camdenton on uh, on Highway 54, West fi- uh, 54 as you go through the square? Again, as uh, maybe you're headed to uh, Hahatanka or you, you have business down the road there, uh, look for them on the right-hand side of the road next to the barbershop, and they will be more than happy to at least sit with you and uh, consult, give you that uh, consultation. It is a $50 fee, but, uh, you know, that's time that uh, Steve needs to take 
to mm-hmm. sit down and, and thoroughly evaluate the situation. It's not just, uh, uh, you know, two, three, four, five minutes, and uh, I don't think I can take care of that. See right. you later, that's 50 bucks. <laughs> More than likely, it's, it's an opportunity for him to thoroughly examine what's going on and then explain to the patient just exactly what it is uh, that they're dealing with and uh, what they need to do in order to uh, uh, get it taken care of and taken care of properly, which is the important thing. Mm, right, right, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we've seen about, I think, about 900 patients since we opened, which wow. is amazing. Yeah. But we're not that busy. I mean, we, you know, people think, oh, my gosh, you guys are so busy. Um, and part of the thing is we're we're efficient. And that doesn't mean that you're not getting good care. It just means that we don't have reams of paperwork to fill out he's not documenting for hours and so we have the time to spend with patients and um, yeah we can handle more volume and and would like to see people if they need us it's a a great facility folks and again it's available right here in camdenton at the lake of the ozarks so uh you know some people might have to travel a little bit but i think it's worth the travel time to uh get the kind of care that you need at a price that's very reasonable and you know, if uh, if more needs to be done, they'll uh, they'll give you that information, and uh, more than likely tell you where you can go to get the help. Yep, yeah. we we do a lot of referrals and try to get people where they need to go. Five seven three eight seven three seven one three eight. Is that a good number? That's our phone number. Yep. And ICC or is it L? I'm sorry, LCC. Well, LighthouseConvenienceClinic.com is the best way to okay. get to us. But yeah, yep. That's where you can find us and find more information. We're also on Facebook. Um, If you like our Facebook page, we post some updates on there, and you can connect with us there. I will tell you that it's nice to know that there's some place I can go to have a foreign object removed from my ear. (laughs) And you think that's funny, but it's not funny because uh, several years ago, I was on a jet ski and got thrown off and got bounced across the water pretty good. And I literally couldn't hear out of my uh, my left ear. My right ear, I have poor hearing to begin with. But uh, I had to go and have somebody, you know, stick a big giant thing in my ear. And uh, I guess, I don't know if there was something living in there or what. It was it was an interesting experience to say the least, and you can get that done at the Lighthouse Convenience Clinic in Camden for uh, Camdenton rather for just twenty five bucks. Laura Martin, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Continued success uh, for you and your husband and your staff at Lighthouse Convenience Clinic, and uh, love to have you back again in a while to find out more about what's going on. Well, thanks for having me today, and yeah, I look forward to coming back later. Bev Allen on the program, Concerned Women of America, I'm sorry, for America, up Missouri. And Dave Maupin returns, the author of Among the Dogwoods. You're listening to 89.3 KEYK Osage Beach, Missouri. We'll talk to you tomorrow.